This episode of Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors Podcast is brought to you by Beaver Creek Game Calls. At Beaver Creek Game Calls, all of our calls are handcrafted and held up to the highest standards. Our goal is to provide a quality custom call that every hunter can afford. We strive every day with this goal in mind. We also take pride in our customer service because without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we love and that is to make quality custom hunting calls. All of our calls are proudly made in the USA. Visit us online at beavercreekgamecalls.com and let us build your next call. Tired of looking for that perfect hunting or fishing boat only to see that it's out of stock at your nearest dealer? Well, welcome to Game Changer Boats. We specialize in custom aluminum hunting and fishing boats. If you can dream it, Game Changer Boats can build it. Top quality craftsmanship and attention to detail is what we guarantee our customers. And we are proudly built right here in Louisiana. You can visit us on Facebook at Game Changer Boats or email us directly at GameChangerBoats at Yahoo.com. Contact Game Changer Boats and let's see what we can build for you. Hey guys, good morning and welcome to another episode of Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Robery, and I just want to welcome everybody to the show this week. Once again, we are on location today, and this will probably be one of our shorter podcasts um, as we're hunting in the woods today. So we are setting up this morning. Um, it is now January 2nd, 2022, so I just want to wish all of you who listen to the show a very happy new year. Um, hopefully 2022 is going to bring a lot better fortunes than 2020 and 2021 did. But overall, you know what, at the end of the day, um, you know, we made it through it guys and we are moving forward. So looking forward to it. Um, so now we are in the last month here of waterfowl season in Louisiana. And, um, although the second split has been extremely a different, you know, tougher, different story than the first split. Um, I'm still very optimistic that the second split, we're going to close it out strong here, uh, especially for all of you who hunt down south. I know a lot of us have been frustrated with the uh, the extreme heat. We've had record high temperatures. And, uh, you know, it could be very frustrating because it definitely did a number on the ducks for the most part. Um, now, you may be fortunate enough, and, and some of you are that listen to the show, you may be on them and you have been on them all season long because I do have friends of mine, uh, especially in the central part of the state, that have done pretty well, even though we had these extreme temperatures for this time of year, you know, going through December. And if that's your situation, then you know what, that's, that's man, I have to say, I have to hand it to you and, and congratulate you because that really hasn't been the case for most guys. A lot of, a lot of guys I talked to, to be honest, struggled first split this year, you know? And, uh, I know every year we talk about how tough it is and you, you don't want to be the doom and gloom heading into a new season every year, but, uh, but just facing the facts, guys, it's been tough over the last several years for sure. Um, but we all know about that. So it's no use to harp on it. Um, all you can do is get out there, put in your time, do your scouting. Like we talk about all the time and, uh, and try to go kill you a mess of birds, you know, and that's what we did. That's what we're doing this year. But like I mentioned, I'm optimistic for the second half of the season. Um, as we sit right now, I am looking at my watch. It is now 6 15 AM on January 2nd, and we're sitting right at about 78 degrees, 76 degrees, somewhere in that ballpark. 
Um, the good news, guys, is if you are out this morning hunting and you are ahead of this front, we have a major cold front that is about to move into the area. Our coldest front of the year thus far here in Louisiana and most of the south. Our friends over in Texas, Arkansas, yesterday when the front hit your areas, a lot of you guys are receiving snowfall from this front. Um, and I know a lot of guys in Missouri that I've talked to, friends of ours in Missouri and uh, Kansas and uh, Oklahoma, all those areas have been receiving snow. So they were holding a lot of birds from what I was told from my friends I talked to. Um, and I'm hoping that now we're going to push some of those birds with this major cold front coming through today uh, down to us. So, you know, um, I feel pretty confident we are hunting a, a a new spot for us we've been down in the marshes of louisiana coastal marshes and freshwater marshes for most of the season um and today we we changed it up when i looked at the forecast um looking at the winds you know I, some of the places we hunt in the marsh we have to cross some big bays and big bodies of water and you know having a smaller duck boat the good thing about a small boat is that it's easy to conceal and it, you know, you could, you could hide it really well. The downside to that, however, is that when you get in big water, it's not the best for big water and hunting with my son, who's, you know, 12 years old. That's not a chance that I wanted to take today, even though I, I thought it would be a phenomenal day down in the marsh. Um, I didn't want to take that chance with him and put him in any kind of harm's way. So what we did is we decided to, uh, to head over down, uh, you know, and, and hunt the timber. What we're doing today is we're uh, hunting some familiar areas that we've been in before. Um, it is public land. Once again, we have hunted nothing but public land this year, and we continue to hunt public land probably through the rest of the season. We're going to continue to hunt it. Um, so today we're hunting an area that we're, we're very familiar with, and uh, this specific hole that we're hunting this morning is tucked back in some timber. Um, it is, uh, you know, a pretty good size hole tucked in the timber and it is covered in green duck seed. So that always tends to be a pretty good spot for us as we get later into the split in the second split of the season and later into our, our waterfowl season here in Louisiana. So traditionally we have had some very good hunts in this hole before over the years, but as with most places over the last several years, it's kind of been on a decline. You see a little bit less every year. Um, but it still has that opportunity to put it to together a nice stringer of birds. Now, typically species wise, what we kill in this area that we're hunting this morning is we're going to see some wood ducks. I know that whether or not they've been pressured all season and, you know, they've been shot at that's yet to be seen this morning. So we're going to see how that works out, but, um, we're going to definitely see some wood ducks. I could always already hear them squealing in the woods behind me as I'm recording this and, uh, traditionally we've had, you know, some pretty nice numbers of gadwall. We've had some pretty nice, uh, numbers of teal. We've had some nice numbers of, uh, widgeon and mallards also as well. So, um, you know, looking forward to that. Hopefully we get some of those birds in here this morning and we'll see what happens. But, uh, our spread that we're working with this morning is going to be a little untraditional compared to what most of you probably do. Um, instead of doing away with motion, like many of you do in the second split, um,
So like I mentioned, guys, the spread that we're using um, is a little untraditional compared to what most of you guys normally use. Um, what we're doing this morning is we, instead of eliminating the motion in our spread, we have went to an all motion spread this morning. Uh, and what I mean by that is we don't have any traditional decoys in the spread this morning. Um, we use an all spinning wing or some sort of motion decoys. Um, we have several five or six Lucky Duck HD splashers on the water just for some water movement back in this timber hole. And we also have a couple of traditional HD uh, splashes from Lucky Duck, or I'm sorry, spinning wing decoys from uh, Lucky Duck. So um, that's it. That's all we got. We uh, we do have a jerk string as well if we need it, but it looks like the winds are going to be picking up pretty good in about two hours. And they're calling for winds to get up to about 25 miles an hour today, if not stronger. Um, on the coast, for sure, it's going to be a little stronger. So uh, as I'm recording right now and talking to you guys, the wind is starting to pick up, which since we've got here this morning, we haven't had any wind. So um, we're looking forward to it. We think with this front coming in, it may be a day where we have to hunt late, have to stay in the blind today. And, uh, and we're just going to wait it out and see what happens, guys. I don't know if we're going to see any kind of sunshine today. Um, maybe later this afternoon, but that'll probably be long after we get, um, you know, the hunting out of the way. So, um, now tomorrow, those of you who have the opportunity to hunt tomorrow, I think it's going to be an absolute phenomenal day tomorrow on Monday. Unfortunately for our situation, we have to go back to work like many of you guys are probably having to do after the holidays. So leave it, you know, to good old mother nature to, uh, to set up just perfect for when everybody has to go back to work that's typically how it works but uh anyway i mean we're gonna hunt we can't say we didn't you know make some hunts during this uh this time off that we've had through the holidays even though the conditions wasn't perfect we definitely did some hunting and uh and you know got to also spend plenty of quality time with the family as most of you probably did so we're looking forward to a new year um today i'm excited because i am going to be hunting with my uh i purchased a new 20 gauge shotgun a couple of weeks back that i shared with a lot of you on uh, our youtube channel and uh did a video on that just to kind of show you what i bought and what i purchased and i used it on uh, a couple of days ago out in the marsh and was able to shoot a green wing teal drake with it um it wasn't a great hunt that we had but i was at least able to shoot it and knock it down and uh get me a green wing drake with it and today i'm using it once again in the timber so i'm looking forward to hunting in this uh timber hole with this 20 gauge um and it's just a change of pace guys i've always wanted to get me a 20 gauge semi-automatic and, and do some hunting with it and uh i just never did it but this year i, I splurged i pulled the I pulled the trigger, as you would say, and uh, I went ahead and I bought me one, and uh, I'm I'm loving it. I have to be honest with you. And don't get me wrong, I love my 12 gauge. There's definitely a time and a place for a 12 gauge shotgun when you waterfowl hunt. But uh, so far, I really like the 20 gauge, and I know several friends of mine that hunt with 20 gauges, and they've always told me how much they liked it. And uh, I said, you know what, I, I want to get me one. And I did. I did. And I'm enjoying it so far. Um, the advantages I see with the 20 gauge is that you, it's definitely lighter. Um, this thing weighs hardly nothing. And to be honest with you, I like the slim profile of a 20 gauge compared to my 12 gauge. It's a lot slimmer, um, especially if you hunt timber, stuff like that, these timber holes. 
and you walk in for a walk-in hunter it's a phenomenal gun a 20 gauge uh to choose you know so the only downside nowadays really is like with everything else that we hunt with is it's sometimes hard to find ammunition for it but um but you know what um you know you, you look around hard enough and you will find it so well uh we're gonna see how it goes today we're gonna hopefully get some birds in here that we could shoot and i could put it to work and uh and see how it goes so i ended up buying me an extended choke for it i went ahead and i uh, bought a carlson's cremator extended long range choke for it and uh i really like the way it patterns with the shells i've been using when i bought it i went out i patterned it immediately and uh, i really liked it so um, I think it's going to do really well for waterfowl and for the type of hunting that we do. I think it'll be a good thing. So, well, guys, that's a, that's really about it for this morning. Hopefully we could give you guys a report that, uh, that we killed some birds today before we head back to work. I told you guys that we would keep it short on this episode. So it's going to be a short one. Uh, and I hope you don't mind these short episodes. We try to keep everything up to date for you. Um, and you know, I don't, want to give you reports or or you know stuff that's after the duck season if it, you know i want to do it during the season and be able to give you guys some accurate updates on what we're seeing out in the field whether it's positive or negative so um we appreciate you guys tuning in also don't forget to check us out on social media our youtube channel we have a lot of videos for you up there that we're putting new content all the time check us out at last stop waterfowl outdoors on the youtube channel and don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. We're out there, guys. We're posting constantly and uh, trying to bring you guys some content. So it's just about breaking daylight. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to end this week's show. And we are going to see if we can maybe get a couple of these early birds in here as I hear a few wood ducks screeching right now, guys. So wishing y'all the very best. Y'all have a good day. And until next time, this is Jacob with Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors signing off. All right, guys, so it wouldn't be a complete show without a follow-up to let you guys know how our hunt went today. And I have to say, wow, what a difference uh, from the time we first spoke this morning when we were getting ready to make our hunt in the, uh, in the timber that we were talking about earlier in the show as compared to where we are now and where we sit um, when we look back and we recap today's hunt with everybody. So, um, we are now sitting at 3.50 in the afternoon, and like most of you uh, already know from listening to the first segment of the show, we were uh, we made a public land hunt this morning when we woke up this morning and got to our spot and set up this morning. We were looking at about 76 to 78 degrees, and as we sit now at 3.50 p.m. in the afternoon here on January 2nd, it is now 37 degrees so what a difference um, that front made today as far as a drop in the temperatures, guys. And uh, to be honest with you, we decided to make it a long hunt today. Um, we figured it was going to be that type of a hunt today, and, uh, and it was for the most part. In order for us to try to put the best hunt we could together, we stayed in the blind today um, until right around noontime and uh and did what we could do to try to get the best uh results that we could today because um the temperature started dropping you know somewhere about mid-morning where we were um you know and from that point on they just continued to fall um we started out hot and heavy this morning once we got the first segment wrapped up with everybody 
and we started, uh, you know, getting ready at legal daylight to start shooting this morning. Um, we had immediate action as far as wood ducks this morning. Um, so we saw we saw quite a bit of wood ducks this morning. There was a lot of shooting around us um, as we were hunting public. For those of you who know um, and heard that we were hunting a public piece of property this morning, um, there was a lot of shooting. So that was that was really good to hear right off the bat. But man, there was a lot of wood ducks, guys, which is great to see because this is the first timber hunt that we've made since the first split, since opening weekend of first split. So I was really excited to see that. Um, And we got our share of the wood ducks. Um, We ended up getting uh, five wood ducks this morning. And little did we know that's how we would wrap up the hunt for the day was with five wood ducks. Now, that's not all we saw today, and that's what makes this this day very, very interesting. Um, You know, as we head into the second split and we get further into the second split, um, you guys know that when we get these birds working, they can be extremely difficult to get, you know, within shooting distance because they're wary. The birds are real educated right now. Um, I've talked about that when we've hunted in the marsh. We get birds that would work us, and they're very educated uh, some days they wanted no, you know, no calling, not a whole lot of calling at all. And other days they want soft, soft calling, uh, nothing real aggressive. And that's just kind of been the trend for the most part in the little bit of success we've had in the second split that they don't want a lot of calling. So the good news from today's hunt is that we had some fresh birds that worked into the area today. Uh, we did see some migratory birds this morning that were up in the air. You know those migratory birds, they're on the move. And uh, we were able to see some groups of migratory birds, some larger groups today, which was nice and refreshing to see. Um, in the timber tucked in where we were, like I said, we had a lot of wood duck action um, this morning early on. But we did start to see some mallards work into the timber today, guys. So that was really exciting to see. And, uh, you know, we we tried to do some video and some filming for our YouTube channel uh, today. And we got some clips of some ducks working on, on, you know, the holes that we were in today. But they just didn't want to finish, guys. That, that was the thing. Uh, we started out with little to no calling this morning. Tried that. They would work give us about six or seven good passes but then they just wouldn't you know do that final breakdown and commit into the decoys or close enough to where we could get good good shots at them Um, we had that happen throughout the entire morning today Um, you'd be sitting there and you would have a group of you know three or four mallets show up and they'd be quacking communicating with each other back and forth real vocal with this front they were trying to get out of that wind but they didn't want to sit down. They didn't want to come in real close to the to the open holes. Um, we did see a couple of them, you know, that worked our hole, and then they would go down in a small, small, just a, I mean, so small of a hole you wouldn't even believe that they would get into it. But uh, they were doing that just to kind of tuck back in the timber. So with that being said, you know, like I mentioned, it's really refreshing to see some birds work in the timber today. It was beautiful to get some of these birds on film today as far as them you know working and coming down we called them down from the you know way up i could tell you that uh so they did respond to the calls and then when they would get in close we would really scale back um and then when we saw that wasn't working we couldn't get them to commit all the way and break down all the way into the hole to get good you know adequate shots on them then we started getting a little bit more aggressive you know speeding it up chuckling 
uh, feed calling, that type of stuff. And that didn't seem to work. They kind of responded the same way that they did uh, by working the whole kind of, you know, staying on the outer edges of it. And just one of those days, you know how that is when they, uh, they they're somewhat responsive, but they don't want to 100% commit to what you're trying to get them to do. So um, that's kind of was the story for us today. And by no means am I, you know, an expert caller by any means, guys. So, you know, I, there might have been somebody that I hunted with or hunted with us today that may have been able to draw them in. And I'm just being honest. I wasn't able to get them to, to, to break down completely and uh, and get them close enough to where we could take good, adequate shots at them. So that could be just me. But um, that's that, that was the story for the day. But it was good to see birds in the area, especially some mallards. And, and to be honest with you, I have to say we have seen more mallards this year in Louisiana hunting the, the coastal marshes, the freshwater marshes, and now in the timber here today that I've probably seen in the last couple of years in Louisiana where I hunt public land. So that's, that's really something that excites me. It gets me pumped up for the remaining weeks that we have here in January to close out the season. If we could just continue to get some of these cold fronts to push through, I really think it could be a special ending to the season, guys. Um, you know, and I know I mentioned that in the first segment this morning, uh, but I really do feel that way. I think that we could close out the season on a strong point um, if we could continue to get a couple of fronts. It doesn't have to be, you know, these big Arctic blasts, but I think some of these fronts just to keep those, you know, temperatures and those ponds and, and the waterways and the flyway above us frozen, keep those birds on the move, keep them south. Uh, I think we could we could finish out the season on a strong note. I really do. So uh, I'm I'm really excited to get back out there. I'm disappointed I have to go back to work tomorrow because I really believe that if uh, you're hunting tomorrow or have the opportunity to hunt tomorrow, that it, it could be one of those special days. Uh, because if the birds worked that well today on a cloudy day, we didn't have any sun breakthrough at all today throughout the day that we hunted uh, tomorrow supposed to expect some sun if you're in the timber you're hunting tomorrow with this front that came through today and still pushing through through the rest of the evening i think it could be a phenomenal day for you tomorrow because those those birds should be pretty active uh looking at the uh the moon phase and everything it just all kind of lines up right to be honest with you it just it just looks right you know on paper that doesn't mean it's going to translate to something in the, in the field but it looks it looks good on paper let's just say that so but unfortunately life is in the way of hunting season and for most of us and that's how it is and that's okay because we got to have those jobs to pay the bills and and to support uh you know our hobbies like waterfowl hunting and all that type of stuff so we get it and that's just the way it is but uh I can promise you I would not be surprised if some of you boys are going to be calling in tomorrow wanting to hunt tomorrow or the next couple of days as this uh, cold front pushes its way through and uh, brings us some cooler temperatures. I think it's going to be a good week. I will not be able to personally hunt until the weekend uh, comes back around, and I'm hoping some of these cooler temperatures will stick around through next weekend uh, because I'm, I'm itching, guys. After what I saw today, uh, I know we could have had a better hunt. If we would have just had a little bit of luck on our side with some of those birds we had work us uh, finish in the hole uh, to where we could have got some of those better shots at them today. I didn't want to take, you know, unethical shots. I probably could have sky busted a couple of them, but I really was trying to get better shots, and I'm okay with letting some of those birds pass. 
uh, in order to get an ethical shot on them and uh, get a cleaner kill. And uh, and that's just my choice. You know, some guys might have took some shots today that I hunt with, you know, and they might have dropped a couple of those birds, got a few more. But uh, but I didn't feel comfortable taking them, and uh, and I didn't, and, and, and I'm kind of glad. I'm okay with that decision, you know. Uh, it was still an absolute beauty to see these birds work today and, and see – that I was able to get them to come down from as high as they were and at least give us a look, you know, make several passes, uh, communicate with each other. They were quacking, you know, communicating back and forth with each other. And uh, and we got to see it all. Uh, Jackson had a blast getting to watch it today, so that was pretty cool. But uh, at the end of the day, still not a bad hunt. We uh, Good old wood ducks, which we haven't shot many wood ducks this year since we've been you know hunting in the marsh for the most part just don't get a lot of wood ducks in the marshes but uh it was nice to shoot some wood ducks got them to decoy perfectly this morning and uh shot on the wing you know and it, it was just it was beautiful to, to get them at daybreak this morning coming through and really i was surprised at how many wood ducks were uh were still willing to kind of come over that open water uh, being that now that we're in the second split and we're well within the second split, you know, so that's still refreshing to see as well that we got some uh, wood ducks that are willing to cooperate and work the holes and and decoy and come on in. So, um, you know, I mentioned this morning if you guys listened to the first segment that we had an untraditional um, spread of decoys this morning. Uh, this is something that I've done in the past and it's just something that I've tinkered with that has brought us a little bit of success and we decided to do it again this morning because it's something that we've done in the uh later in the season over the last couple of years and what i'm talking about for those of you who did not hear is that this morning we didn't have any traditional decoys whatsoever in the spread Uh, now i don't think that hurt us one bit with those mallards that we had today that were in the area um I don't think it did because we never seemed to have any of those birds really flare off of the motion decoys we were using. We were using a, a real subtle motion decoy for the most part uh, in the Lucky Duck HD splashes, which are, you know are low profile. They sit on top of the water, much like a floater mojo, um, and they just kind of trickle. And, and it's a spinning wing decoy that tosses a little bit of water around, gives it a little bit of movement on the water. They look real natural like a duck kind of flapping their wings on the water so we had five or six of those out this morning and then we uh we had two traditional spinning wing decoys from uh, lucky duck out in that spread also and that was it that was all we put out um no traditional decoys like i mentioned uh we did have a jerk string out that we used you know as we would get some of those birds kind of come over and make some passes uh, but they just you know you could tell that it was some birds that were weary which, you know, late in the season, you could expect that. And I just couldn't get them quite to finish all the way today. But, hey, that's how it is some days. You know, some days you get them and some days you don't. But they at least gave us an opportunity and uh, wanted to participate with us today a little bit, and that was pretty cool to see, I have to be honest. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, like I mentioned, not a bad hunt. we taking home five wood ducks, great eating duck. We love, uh, been eating a lot of ducks lately, man. You know, a lot of fried duck breasts lately. We've done some uh, smoked duck breasts. We've had a really good time, and uh, the family's been eating pretty good from uh, what we have that we uh, that we took home on first split of this season. So we're looking forward to add on to that, guys. But I at least wanted to uh, wrap the show up 
and give you guys a follow-up to this morning segment and let you know kind of what we saw and how the day went. If you have the opportunity to go out and hunt tomorrow, guys, don't get stuck in that old rut of, okay, it's it's been rough, it's been tough, all second split, you haven't had a whole lot of success. If you have the opportunity, I think you need to go out there, guys, because, you know, we always say you can't kill them at home, and that's so true. You cannot kill them at home. You know, I was I was myself finding it hard to get motivated until I got to see what I saw today. And even though we didn't get all those birds to work in today and kill as many as I think we could have killed, um, I'm still motivated now after this hunt. It rejuvenated me. And I'm excited to get back out there uh, this coming weekend coming up. And uh, hopefully we can get back in the blind and we can get some more birds this time on the strap. So don't get in that old rut. If you're th- thinking about hanging it up or, hey, it's easier to sleep in because we haven't had a whole lot of luck, trust me, guys. <clears throat> Go out there, make those hunts, and I promise you that you're going to probably not regret it. You're going you're gonna to be glad you did it, especially on that, those days that are those magical days, you know. And you know what I'm talking about. Those days in the blonde where it just all comes together and it, it seems like a special day and you remember years from now and you talk about with your buddies, go make that happen. Don't sit back. Don't stay at home. Get out there. Finish the season strong. And I promise you, you'll be glad you did. You will. So that's all I got, guys. That is it for this week's show. Once again, we appreciate you all tuning in to this week's episode of from all of us here at Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors, once again, we want to wish you all a happy new year to you and your families. And we want to thank you so much for the support that you guys show us here on our show, as well as our YouTube channel and all our social media platforms. So until next time, guys, we'll be talking to you again when we have an opportunity to get out there and do it again. But this is Jacob with Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors. Y'all have a good one. Hey guys, Jacob with Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors. Are you looking to protect or give your firearm a fresh look? If so, let Wrap It Up Cajun Customs take care of it for you. We specialize in custom vinyl wraps in your favorite patterns, from mossy oak and real tree, as well as many others. Request a quote now by visiting us on Facebook at Wrap It Up Cajun Customs, or give us a call at 985-687-3953. This episode is also brought to you by Benoit Performance Baits. Bait and tackle for all your fishing needs. Benoit Performance Baits offers some of the best soft plastics for bass, sackalay, and saltwater fishing. Whether it's a day on the water trying to catch a mess of fish for a family fish fry or a heavy bag to win a tournament, we have what you need and what the fish want. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok to place your order now.